Uh, Brent, a bit of bad luck today with the bike blew up and the first corner crash in the super final, but obviously the highlight was the yeah. Moto win when you had no bad luck, so the speed wise you must be pretty happy. Happy boy to leave with a Moto win and some things you just can't control on the day. Uh, yeah, the day started good with, with a P1 time practice. And then first moto right away I felt there was something wrong with the bike. <clears throat> I didn't have the the power than that I had normally, you know. And uh, with I think maybe three laps to go or something. Yeah, the bike would quite long. And that second model, uh, yeah, got another bike. Welcome to get your podcast. Yeah, maybe yeah, I was, was alright, like Hipjobs.com. Then I felt Getting good right away. Good. Then Ben went down, I saw, so I passed him. And then uh, I catch Sean and uh, Olsen on the big double jump in the back. And uh, yeah, I felt good. It was a good model. And then sec and then the super final. I mean, the guys didn't have so much time to prep the bike, and uh, I missed my start and uh, went down. With a few guys in the first lap in the first corner, and I broke my roll off my goggles. So yeah, I decided to pull out because yeah, you can't finish a moto here without a goggle, and uh, I didn't see the the the, the point of it. So uh, I mean, I'm happy with my speed, how it, how it went today, but uh, yeah, just these little things uh, need to get solved. But uh, I mean, it's not a normal race day also either. Like we have so much, uh, less time in between the races, uh, but anyway, I'm happy with today and uh, looking forward to Madrid. At the same time, though, a Moto win must be good for the conference. I mean, when you woke up this morning, would you have expected to come here and win a Moto? There's still some top guys here, so that must not be heading into Madrid with good confidence, huh? Yeah, like actually, I won, but I didn't feel like I pushed that much. It felt pretty easy, I, I would almost say. I mean. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good sign, you know. Uh, felt good on the bike, and, and I was riding smooth. So uh, yeah, but all, either like two years back, also I rode, I rode also good here in Austin. So I really like this track actually. It's uh, it's a one of the better tracks in in Europe. I I think I think actually like the MX Nationals and stuff like here in Austin, they have better tracks than GPS does. Really, uh, I mean it's like a, a long lap, you know. And GPs this day, it's like 1.30 or something, and that's it. Uh, and uh, just on last year, I feel like um, you had a lot of speed last year, but it's really frustrating because this, the results maybe didn't match the speed you have. And then I know towards the end of the year, I think mentally you were tired. So did you get a long break, and do you now feel mentally reset for the season ahead? Yeah, we found out that last year I was a little bit burned out, almost overtrained, I would say. I uh, I need to take care of this more. Like last year, I always want to push it too hard at home on practice, and uh, it's just when when I broke my ribs, and then I also made a bad decision to get uh, my second vaccine between Latvia and Lommel, and I just kept on pushing, pushing, and I was just burned out. I felt so bad at the end, and uh, we did a lot of tests, and they saw also that I really needed like a big break because my body was really like burned out and. Uh, that's why I decided to start practice really late. Well, like my season prep, winter prep. I'm actually only back on the bike for like three, four weeks. And I didn't ride that much yet. So uh, I want to build up a little bit this time. And not like last year, like, you know, be fit in the beginning of the year. Like, 
like peak performance and then drop back a little bit. So uh, this is something I learned from last year. And obviously you're with the Riley Yamaha racing team have obviously done really good things in the MX250 but mm -hmm. for them they're going in the MXGP which is a little bit of unknown territory but mm -hmm. from being here today you, you look to be riding the bike well and yeah. is it much of a like compared to Gavin would you say it's on the same sort of wavelength as that which would be a good starting point? Uh, yeah so like bike setup we didn't change that much compared to Gavin but the engine is a lot, a lot different of course uh, I really like this engine, uh, it's a really good bike and uh, for a young team like, like they are, I mean they do, they do really good. Uh, for sure everyone can learn, you know, and uh, it will be a big step for them, you know, going to MXGP and MX2, but I'm sure they will adapt well and uh, we have Jeff in the team as a trainer and uh, he knows a lot, you know, so uh, I think we can do, do good this year. And just going into your season, what are your goals for MXGP? Obviously, everybody is so fast from mm -hmm. 1 to 25. Starts are very important. Yeah. Something you didn't always have last year. But like I said, speed was good last year. Just hopefully try and get better results in the mm -hmm. scoreboard. Yeah, you have to be re realistic, you know. Like, uh, everyone's so fast these days. But I know that I, can, that I can be... That I can finish between 8 and 12. Like, that's my, that's my place. Maybe sometimes a little bit better. Sometimes on... On the off day, maybe. At yeah. Mallory last year, you're actually, I think, were you in sixth, following the top five guys, and then you had the goggle issue. So yeah, yeah. If true. you can start the season like that, it's hopefully. Yeah, my best finish last year was a seventh in Russia, I think. But uh, yeah, like I said, I like between eight and twelve, like top ten. You know, that's that's my spot. I think it's just just hard to be consistent these days with because everyone's so fast. Everything has to be perfect, like a good start. You have to be 100% fit, and it's it's always a like. It's a long season, you know, so this is uh, something that we are working on this year. I uh, also, have, also have a new trainer to, uh, yeah, to stay fit the whole year and, and, and sometimes uh, train a little bit less. Like, the guys have to hold me down a little bit always, like I always want to do too much. Even coming into this race, I was a little bit worried because I didn't feel like I was 100% fit. Because Last year I did way more, I trained way more and actually I felt pretty good today and I was doing good. So this is this maybe means that... Trying to find a balance. Yeah, try to find a balance, you know. Yeah. Perfect, thanks for your time and good luck next weekend. See you. Yeah. Oh, how uh, oh, bad the skates on this here, people. <laughs> uh, Ante, uh, Hawksworth International, I think a uh, solid, solid day for Watson. A positive pre-season news heading into MXGP? Yeah, absolutely, you know, like uh, we haven't been... Uh, uh, riding so much on a muddy condition so uh, so it took uh, took a while for him to get the touch on these uh, deep ruts and stuff so uh, but uh, absolutely great you know like uh, uh, Ben was uh, progressing uh, during the day and uh, and uh, like you saw last moto was already uh, super good uh, and uh, and what makes me very happy is that we took two whole shots so uh, so we are on the correct road and I just I would like to rewind the last year obviously everything was very different for you this year you've ran the factory Husqvarna team for a number of years I think even after the first round they knew there was going to be cuts and stuff um, obviously was a big you know whenever you find that out how did it feel and obviously you've got a great opportunity with Kawasaki now and you must be happy with that yeah absolutely we are super happy with uh, with Kawasaki and this uh, to work together and the new opportunity you know and uh, and everything's really uh, really positive and uh, and uh, mindset is uh, full on racing you know uh, 
for both both and uh, and really trying to uh, do the maximum you know on on every level and uh, and uh, uh, try to uh, keep bike uh, improving and improving it's uh, it's really good really competitive and uh, keep working on that one and uh, and uh, and generally you know very positive cooperation and uh, and uh, we look forward to great season and obviously the team started out of Kawasaki obviously you switch brands after that but does ha- does having that experience with being Kawasaki 10 years ago whenever it was help uh, no not really you know it was a slightly different uh, uh, people and uh, and uh, and also you know years has passed so so many years but uh, yeah of course you know our current uh, technicians and uh, and the team has lots of experience uh, technically and uh, we are really hard workers so uh, so uh, we can manage it and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah like I told uh, it's really really good bike and uh, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to get uh, great results with it. Coming into this season, I think Kawasaki was the last factory ride available, and there was quite a few riders linked. What did you see in Ben that made you think he's the man that I want? Uh, ben is uh, first of all he's really technical and talented rider, and uh, and a super hard worker, you know, and generally just a really professional approach to to racing, and uh, and also you know uh, whole Watson family they. Uh, they are having racing in their blood, you know. So, uh, so definitely uh, matches, you know, with our team uh, team values and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I believe to Ben, you know, he's uh, he's really a, a great rider, and uh, in my opinion, he has a great future in front front of him. And obviously, his teammate Roman Fevre is going to miss the first two rounds. Hopes to be back in Argentina. Obviously, you haven't seen him riding this Kawasaki yet in the off-season but I believe he started working with Stribus and you've probably worked with him a little How's, what's he been like to work with? Uh, yeah, very very good so uh, Roman like everybody knows has already so much experience and uh, and uh, and is uh, absolutely top professional so uh, so uh, really great to work with and, uh, and uh, also with Kevin you know uh, uh, had a t- over 20 years of uh, Grand Prix experience uh, on the highest level, so uh, I think we have a we are getting a dream team together. Uh, and just going into the season, obviously you're going in with just the one rider. Ben was used to two teammates at Factory Yamaha. Do you feel that he's under a bit of pressure to perform, or do you think he can handle that, or is there a chance he might have a teammate in England? Uh, no, so basically Roman is not racing uh, racing in England, so uh, so it's gonna be only only uh, Ben. Uh, for sure, there is always pressure in a Grand uh, Prix motocross. That's uh, reality, but uh, I think he can handle it, and uh, we try to help him, you know, as much as we can, uh, not to build up uh, to high pressure and just focus on uh, on an actual job. And just on Kimmy, uh, obviously he's not doing F1 anymore. Can we expect him at many MXGP events this year? I think that would be good to try and help the sport grow. Yeah, I think he's gonna be on a few of them for sure, you know. And Kim has been always involved in the team, like really, really intense, and uh, always been uh, working uh, together with us, not uh, physically, but uh, but uh, but let's say uh, via the phone, you know, and always knew uh, what's going on, and always gave us uh, advices, and uh, that continues for sure. And uh, with uh, cooperation with uh, Kawasaki Factory, he's really excited and. Uh, Super positive as well. Perfect. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate Thank it. you. See you next yeah. weekend. Bye Thank bye. you.
Uh, Kevin, obviously MXGP rider to training coach. Just how did the opportunity come about with the KRT team? Yeah, actually, um, Auntie called me what I was uh, going to do next year. I mean, like last year, you know, like just before Mantua. And I said, yeah, at the moment I have no clue. Uh, I just, uh, this is going to be my last race in Mandava and then we're going to see what's going, what's coming up. So, yeah, then he asked for a chat and we did a chat and actually quite quick it went, uh, yeah, it went into the good way, you know. So I think uh, one week later everything was done and, yeah, happy to be here. And obviously, even though you were a rider last year, Gavin, I do believe you did do a bit of coaching with Brent and Calvin. So did that, what was it like working with those two and did that help you for this role? Well, not really. I mean, I wasn't helping Brendan Calvin, you know, I was just there and then as a rider and then if there was something they could ask, but uh, it was not like really uh, yeah, anything close what I do now with, with Ben, for example. And uh, yeah, because normally I'm with Ben every day. Now, last week he was here in England and also this week he will be in England, but normally I see him every day and then cycle with him and then all that. So, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, it's something different, of course, and I'm sure I still need to learn also some stuff, but I've, uh, I think I've, I've uh, I mean, I'm, I would say that, uh, you know, it's, I've been here for 21 years in the GPs, you know, you so I think I have the experience, yeah, so I know uh, quite some, yeah, quite some things, and I had some good trainers in the past, so I know, yeah, what what can work and what doesn't, and even, like, every rider is not the same, so you still need to, uh, yeah, look for some other options, of course. And how do you, how do you feel the rule's been going for you so far, and how do you think you've transitioned from a rider to a, a training coach? Yeah, quite well, I guess, because I didn't, I mean, first of all, I thought, like, I was going to miss riding a lot, and actually I didn't ride since Mantova, I just rode one time last week uh, to break a frame in, and that's it, so... Um, Maybe it's because I was completely over it. Maybe that's why. And um, but I think you know when the sun's starting starting to come out and the weather's gonna be good, then for sure I will ride more. And I, there will be a chance that I that I ride more. But that's not the priority. You know, the first uh, priority is with the riders and with the team to make sure they are happy and they are good. And then if I uh, if I can spend the day with them on the on the track, yeah, for sure I will do. And how has it been working with Ben so far? I mean, it's shorter off-season than usual, so maybe his programs changed compared to the past. Uh, and how has it been working with him? Yeah, I don't know if his program has changed. Uh, I yeah, like I said, you know, I I didn't know what he was doing, so we sat down and we we made a plan, and he was yeah, he was really keen actually. He's a really kind guy and. Uh, he takes everything what I said to him, and so it's nice, you know. It's uh, he's still young, so so he can still learn uh, quite a lot. And uh, but I think at the moment it, everything works good, you know. Like you say, we had a short off season, but um, that was also quite good point because he needed to start after. I mean, he think he started beginning of December, so it was not like he, he had such a long off season. So his. Uh, is physically uh, he was still good, and uh, so yeah. Then we did the test and everything, and then we started from from there. So I think uh, he made some steps, of course. Uh, for sure, there will be more uh, steps to gain, but uh, I think we're on the right way, and uh, hopefully he's happy. So yeah, we'll see. And Ben's obviously going into the season as the only factory KRT rider with Roman Fabre's injury. Do you think that adds pressure, being the only rider under the awning? Was there any examples where you had that in your career and how did it make you feel? Or did you just get on with it and not think about it? Yeah, I was always quite good, to be honest. Like, like all the attention came to me and I could, uh, yeah, I could 
speak what I want and they changed everything what I want. So there was not too much pressure on that side. So I don't know how Ben feels about that, but we just try to uh, yeah, we just try to keep the pressure away. And I know it's difficult uh, because he's a factory rider like the only one. And uh, but yeah, I think so far he's handling pretty well with, with everything, with training and riding. And mm. so yeah, hopefully the GPs. Uh, I mean, it's going to be same in GPs, you know, for sure. Like it's yeah, it's another league like the preseason races, but uh, yeah, it can go also uh, turn in the good way instead of the wrong way. So. And just on Roman, obviously he missed the start of the season, but he has started some uh, training. What's it been like working with him? Yeah, working with. Uh, Romain is uh, yeah, it's actually a bit similar than Ben, you know. I mean, he's a lot older, so he has more experience. And I told, I mean, it's not that I need to uh, learn. I mean, I don't need to learn him how to ride a bike, you know. I mean, it's it's actually a bit same with than with Ben, but with him, it's like you know, I just uh, yeah, he wanted to change, and um, he came up with me, and I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite happy with that, you know. I'm proud of that also, and. Uh, uh, and at the moment, yeah, it's like we swim, you know, like he didn't swim much uh, before, so that's something what he what he needed to adapt to. And then uh, he does really good at the moment with the swimming because, yeah, that was one of the only trainings he could do, you know, like and then a little bit gym. But now he's starting to cycle and all that, so everything is okay. It's just, yeah, just riding-wise, it's, it's not there. And um, I think it's going fast, faster than normal, but... Yeah, to him it's not fast enough, which is, yeah, I mean, as a rider it's it's always not not fast enough, you know, so he would like to ride already, but yeah, it's not, uh, it's not at uh, the time yet, so um, yeah, we're going to see uh, hopefully soon and then we're going to take it step by step because it makes no sense if he, let's say if he skip three GPs and then still want to rush it because the championship is anyway over, you know, so if he... If he if he skips like one or two, then it's still alive a little bit, you know. I mean, two GPs you can, yeah. If everything goes well, you know, you can. But it's at the moment it's not on the table. Uh, I mean, we didn't speak about that. I just want them to first be, um, yeah, be ready with the leg and feel confident to go out there and battle with the guys because it's a high level and then it's not like. Um, if you uh, yeah, if you go there with just one-time practice in uh, six months, yeah, it's not gonna help. You know, so it's not gonna work. And lastly, just on ice one, it's obviously been a big change for this team because there were Husqvarna, but now they're Kawasaki, and obviously a shorter off-season than usual. But how do you feel they've been doing working with the Kawasaki? And it looks good because Ben's whole shots are good, and he was riding well today. Yeah, sure. You know, I think he's running really well, Ben, and uh, he's adapting good to the bike. Uh, and for myself, you know, yeah, I'm just happy to work with Auntie and the whole team. You know, the whole uh, Ice One uh, Kawasaki team. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's uh, yeah, it's been great. You know, it's been a lot of. Uh, I mean, they know what they're doing and then everything, so they're all happy with. Uh, with how it goes at the moment and of course it was a very very short off season and things had to go quick you know changing team and changing brand and oh, there was some maybe some stress but yeah I mean it's everywhere the same in the team you know so uh, but uh, yeah I think everything is ready and bikes are ready Ben is ready so I think it's good to go perfect thank you